This episode of Getting the Word with Truth's Table is brought to you by IVP. Have the voices in your head ever told you you're not good enough, that you need to try harder, or that everything's fine when it's not? If this sounds familiar, keep listening to find out more about Jem Fadling's new book, Hold That Thought, and by Truth's Table. If you've been blessed by these daily audio Bible podcast readings, please consider supporting Truth's Table on Patreon at patreon.com slash truthstable. This is IVP. Listening to Get in the Word with Truth's Table. Your word is truth, your word is life. Presented by Innervar City Press. Your word is truth, your word is life. A daily audio Bible podcast read by Dr. Christina Edmondson and Akemeni Uwan. Let's get in the Word, and may the Word get in us. Open our eyes that we may behold wonderful things in your Word. Old Testament reading, Psalm 30, a psalm, a song used at the dedication of the temple by David. I will praise you, O Lord, for you lifted me up and did not allow my enemies to gloat over me. O Lord, my God, I cried out to you, and you healed me. O Lord, you pulled me up from Sheol. You rescued me from among those descending into the grave. Saying to the Lord, you faithful followers of his, give thanks to his holy name, for his anger lasts only a brief moment, and his good favor restores one's life. One may experience sorrow during the night, but joy arrives in the morning. In my self-confidence, I said, I will never be shaken. O Lord, in your good favor, you made me secure. Then you rejected me, and I was terrified. To you, O Lord, I cried out. I begged the Lord for mercy. What profit is there in taking my life, in my descending into the pit? Can the dust of the grave praise you? Can it declare your loyalty? Hear, O Lord, and have mercy on me. O Lord, deliver me. Then you turned my lament into dancing. You removed my sackcloth and covered me with joy. So now my heart will sing to you and not be silent. O Lord, my God, I will always give thanks to you. Psalm 113. Praise the Lord. Praise you servants of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. May the Lord's name be praised now and forevermore. From east to west, the Lord's name is deserving of praise. The Lord is exalted over all the nations. His splendor reaches beyond the sky. Who can compare to the Lord our God, who sits on a high throne? He bends down to look at the sky and the earth. He raises the poor from the dirt and lifts up the needy from the garbage pile that he might seat him with princes, with the princes of his people. He makes the barren woman of the family a happy mother of children. Praise the Lord. Psalm 139. For the music director, a psalm of David. O Lord, you examine me and know me. You know when I sit down and when I get up. 
Even from afar, you understand my motives. You carefully observe me when I travel or when I lie down to rest. You are aware of everything I do. Certainly, my tongue does not frame a word without you, O Lord, being thoroughly aware of it. You squeeze me in from behind and in front. You place your hand on me. Your knowledge is beyond my comprehension. It is so far beyond me, I am unable to fathom it. Where can I go to escape your spirit? Where can I flee to escape your presence? If I were to ascend to heaven, you would be there. If I were to sprawl out in Sheol, there you would be. If I were to fly away on the wings of the dawn and settle down on the other side of the sea, even there your hand would guide me. Your right hand would grab hold of me. If I were to say, certainly the darkness will cover me and the light will turn to night all around me, even the darkness is not too dark for you to see and the night is as bright as day. Darkness and light are the same to you. Certainly, you made my mind and heart. You wove me together in my mother's womb. I will give you thanks because your deeds are awesome and amazing. You knew me thoroughly. My bones were not hidden from you when I was made in secret and sewed together in the depths of the earth. Your eyes saw me when I was inside the womb, and all the days ordained for me were recorded in your scroll before one of them came into existence. How difficult it is for me to fathom your thoughts about me, O God. How vast is their sum total. If I tried to count them, they would outnumber the grains of sand. Even if I finished counting them, I would still have to contend with you. If only you would kill the wicked, O God. Get away from me, you violent men. They rebel against you and act deceitfully. Your enemies lie. O Lord, do I not hate those who hate you and despise those who oppose you? I absolutely hate them. They have become my enemies. Examine me, O God, and probe my thoughts. Test me and know my concerns. See if there is any idolatrous way in me and lead me in the everlasting way. Isaiah chapter 44, verses 6 through 20. The absurdity of idolatry. This is what the Lord, Israel's king, says. Their protector, the Lord of heaven's armies. I am the first and I am the last. There is no God but me. Who is like me? Let him make his claim. Let him announce it and explain it to me. Since I established an ancient people, let them announce future events. Don't panic. Don't be afraid. Did I not tell you beforehand and decree it? You are my witnesses. Is there any God but me? There is no other sheltering rock. I know of none. All who form idols are nothing. The things in which they delight are worthless. Their witnesses cannot see. They recognize nothing, so they are put to shame. Who forms a god and casts an idol that will prove worthless? Look, all his associates will be put to shame. The craftsmen are mere humans. Let them all assemble and take their stand. They will panic and be put to shame. A blacksmith works with his tool and forges metal over the coals. He forms it with hammers. He makes it with his strong arm. He gets hungry and loses his energy. He drinks no water and gets tired. A carpenter takes measurements. He marks out an outline of its form. He scrapes it with chisels. He marks it with a compass. He patterns it after the human form, like a well-built human being, and puts it in a shrine. He cuts down cedars and acquires a cypress or an oak. He gets trees from the forest. He plants a cedar and the rain makes it grow. A man uses it to make a fire. He takes some of it and warms himself. Yes, he kindles a fire and bakes bread. Then he makes a god and worships it. He makes an idol and bows down to it. Half of it he burns in the fire. Over that half he cooks meat. He roasts a meal and fills himself. Yes, he warms himself and says, Ah, I am warm as I look at the fire. With the rest of it he makes a god, his idol. He bows down to it and worships it. He prays to it, saying, 
Rescue me, for you are my God. They do not comprehend or understand, for their eyes are blind and cannot see. Their minds do not discern. No one thinks to himself, nor do they comprehend or understand and say to themselves, I burned half of it in the fire. Yes, I baked bread over the coals. I roasted meat and ate it. With the rest of it, should I make a disgusting idol? Should I bow down to dry wood? He feeds on ashes. His deceived mind misleads him. He cannot rescue himself, nor does he say, Is this not a false god I hold in my right hand? New Testament reading, Ephesians chapter 1 through Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10. Chapter 1, Salutation, from Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus by the will of God, to the saints in Ephesus, the faithful in Christ Jesus, grace and peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Spiritual blessings in Christ. Blessed is the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly realms in Christ. For he chose us in Christ before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and blameless before him in love. He did this by predestining us to adoption as his legal heirs through Jesus Christ, according to the pleasure of his will, to the praise of the glory of his grace that he has freely bestowed on us in his dearly loved Son. In him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of our offenses according to the riches of his grace that he lavished on us in all wisdom and insight. He did this when he revealed to us the mystery of his will, according to his good pleasure that he set forth in Christ, towards the administration of the fullness of the times, to head up all things in Christ, the things in heaven and the things on earth. In Christ we too have been claimed as God's own possession, since we were predestined according to the purpose of him who accomplishes all things according to the counsel of his will, so that we, who were the first to set our hope on Christ, would be to the praise of his glory. And when you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, when you believed in Christ, you were marked with the seal of the promised Holy Spirit, who is the down payment of our inheritance, until the redemption of God's own possession, to the praise of his glory. Prayer for Wisdom and Revelation For this reason, because I have heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love for all the saints, I do not cease to give thanks for you when I remember you in my prayers. I pray that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, will give you spiritual wisdom and revelation in your growing knowledge of Him, since the eyes of your heart have been enlightened, so that you can know what is the hope of His calling, what is the wealth of His glorious inheritance in the saints, and what is the incomparable greatness of His power towards us who believe, as displayed in the exercise of His immense strength. This power he exercised in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly realms, far above every rule and authority and power and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in the one to come. And God put all things under Christ's feet and gave him to the church as head over all things. Now the church is his body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. Chapter 2. New Life Individually and although you were dead in your offenses and sins, in which you formerly lived according to this world's present path, 
according to the ruler of the domain of the air, the ruler of the spirit that is now energizing the sons of disobedience, among whom all of us also formerly lived out our lives in the cravings of our flesh, indulging the desires of the flesh and the mind, and were by nature children of wrath, even as the rest. But God, being rich in mercy because of his great love with which he loved us, even though we were dead in offenses, made us alive together with Christ. By grace you are saved. And he raised us up together with him and seated us together with him in the heavenly realms in Christ Jesus, to demonstrate in the coming ages the surpassing wealth of his grace in kindness towards us in Christ Jesus. For by grace you are saved through faith, and this is not from yourselves. It is the gift of God. It is not from works, so that no one can boast. For we are his creative work, having been created in Christ Jesus for good works that God prepared beforehand so we can do them. This is the word of God for the people of God. May God add a blessing to the reading of his word. Let us go boldly to God's throne of grace. Gracious and holy and righteous God, we thank you for your word today. We are reminded, O Lord, that you indeed are our deliverer. You are our God. You keep us. You uphold us. You teach us. You edify us. You love us. And we thank you, O Lord, that the one who created the heavens and earth, the one who created humanity, is mindful of us even right now. That you incline your ear to hear our prayer and our praises to you. For you are worthy of praise, O God. You are worthy of our trust. And God, you are worthy of our obedience. Lord, we thank you for your kindness and your forgiveness towards us. Oh, how we are so easily tempted to create idols for ourselves, taking and using things that you, the creator, created and bowing down to those things. The folly of living our lives that way, the foolishness, the disobedience, oh God. And yet in your kindness and your mercy and in your patience, you turn us back to you. You open our spiritual eyes that we might see the folly of our ways, just how broken and deceptive and sinful, bowing down to what has been created by you really is. For you offer us the beautiful gift of worshiping the actual creator, you. And so, God, we ask that you would search us by the power of the Holy Spirit, even now during this prayer, to reveal to us this temptation for creating idols over and over and over again, longing for the created instead of the creator. We thank you that you correct us in love. We thank you that you do this not to crush us, not to mock us, oh God, not to punish us and set us aside, but rather you do this because it is in our best interest to worship the creator and not the created. We thank you for this. We thank you that we are people that were on your mind before we had minds. That before the foundation of the earth, before humanity was spoke into existence, your word reminds us that we were on your mind and in your heart. We thank you for this, O oh God. For there is so often that we live in a way where we forget about you. We don't consult your word. We don't, we don't pray as we should. We go our own way instead of asking you to order our steps. But we see, O oh God, that your faithfulness towards us is beyond our imagination and comprehension. And for that, we are so grateful, O oh God, that we have been on your mind. And this reality, this reminder that we have been on your mind before the foundations of the earth lets us know that we are on your mind today, that you are thinking about us, that you have good thoughts and plans for us. We thank you for this, O oh God. 
Sometimes we can wonder if we are unseen and unknown, if we have significance, if we have value. And yet we are reminded in the scriptures that in you, we have value, that you have bestowed great value upon us within our very being and not within our very doing. We are indeed precious to you, precious in your sight. And even if we don't see ourselves that way, oh God, you remind us of this greater, higher, and truer truth of how you see us. So, oh God, would you allow us to see ourselves the way that you see us? Would you grant us the mind of Christ that we might see ourselves rightly, that we might see you rightly, oh Heavenly Father, that we might see our neighbors rightly, oh God, and that in all these things we respond in holiness and love in obedience to your word, oh God. Thank you, O Lord, for you are the one who rescues us from the pit. You are the one who raises the poor from the dirt. You are the one who seats us before princes and those in high places, recognizing that you are the only one worthy of us being awestruck with, O God. You are the only one worthy of our awe, O God, not people. We thank you, O God, that you take the barren woman of the family and make her a happy mother. You give our life productivity. You cause our lives to flourish. You grant to us purpose, purposes in you, purposes that have been set into motion even before we came from our mother's womb. Thank you for this reminder that we are on purpose people and called into your great and beautiful purposes. We entrust ourselves to you and we give you thanks and praise for we have always been on your mind. Amen and amen. Competing voices in our heads often push us to act in ways that are both unhelpful and unsustainable. How do we quiet these narratives? More importantly, amid the chatter, how do we hear the voice of God? Jem Fadling helps us identify these competing voices and shows us how they hinder our personal transformation in her new book, Hold That Thought. Drawing on years of spiritual direction, she shares her wisdom of how we make sense of inner voices and settle down enough to find our true voice. When we find it, we can let go of the striving and people-pleasing and rest in the presence of God. As a listener of this podcast, you can get 30% off plus free U.S. shipping when you use the promo code, the word. That's promo code, T-H-E-W-O-R-D at ivpress.com. We pray this time of getting the word with Truth Table has encouraged us all to not only be hearers of God's word, but doers. Share your reflections on these scriptures with us on Twitter and Instagram using the hashtag GetInTheWord and hashtag TruthsTable. Saints, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things, practice these things, and the God of peace will be with you. Go with God. Get in the Word with Truth's Table is a production of InterVarsity Press. For 75 years, IVP has created and published resources that deepen lives for Christ to engage the university, church, and the world. Visit ivpress.com for more information. Our Bible reading plan is from biblestudytogether.com, and the Bible version is the new English translation used by permission. Sound engineering is from Pottery Studios, and our executive producer is Helen Lee. Let's go, so to sleep.